let me ask you a question. Why the hell do people keep getting married? You know what I mean? Isn't anybody looking at the stats? What's it like, three out of four marriages go right down the drain now? People, if you were going skydiving and they told you three out of four parachutes weren't gonna open, you'd be like, yo, forget it, I'm not going. Human beings were not meant to sit in little cubicles staring at computer screens all day, filling out useless forms and listening to eight different bosses drone on about mission statements. Robert Frost said, two roads diverged in the wood and I, I took the one less traveled by. And that has made all the difference. You got a dream, you got to protect it. People can't do something themselves. They want to tell you, you can't do it. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. This is Breaking Norms, a podcast dedicated to topics like following your dreams at all costs and the pitfalls of societal norms. And now, discussing everything from online dating to the horror of having a real job. Here are your hosts, Noah Groniger and Clint Schweitzer. I'm Clint Schweitzer alongside Noah Groniger. This is Breaking Norms, where, Noah, we decided to start this podcast uh, probably about six months ago. We've been uh, putting in all the effort towards it, trying to create some dynamic content for you guys, trying to really take you guys beyond what we normally do, which is sports, entertainment, nostalgia, music, stuff like that. You can check out our other podcasts. They're all out there. But this one, no, we wanted it to be different. This is Breaking Norms, and uh, we're going to kind of talk about our journey, our lives, and kind of the things that we've done to sort of break against societal norms and how that's worked out for us, and certainly ways that it has not including right now. We decided to do our debut podcast right here in the middle of the coronavirus epidemic because all this time of living our dreams and you know not being married and having no children and thinking that we're on the right path, and then this happens, and it really sort of uh, reemphasizes that, Noah, we kind of live in a twilight zone, does it not? Yeah, it absolutely does. I mean, our whole world revolves around sports and entertainment and focused on our dreams and Everyone else is right now is focused on their jobs. And I just for a little thing here, I've never really understood jobs or why I have to have one. And and they all just sound awful to me. And I just growing up, I could never imagine having one. And then the marriage, like I think the 50% of them fail. And that's just the numbers uh, for people that are getting divorced. I mean, there's a lot of people that stay in marriages for the kids, for the financial reasons. Uh, they just don't want the drama and the fight. So the number is even higher than that. So we're going to be getting into all that so much more, just adult things like insurance. I don't understand tax title licensing. I don't get it. I don't want to be a part of it. And this is why we are bringing you this podcast. There, we have a lot of topics we're going to be delving into everything from um, kind of uh, our personal experiences with things like online dating, uh, getting a license, but being too scared to drive on highways because of merging. Uh, like you said, the dreaded tax title and licensing, why they don't teach that in schools. I'm telling you what, if I was in high school and they said, uh, here in a few years, you're going to have to file your taxes. You're going to have to go and you're going to have to create your, uh, get your W-2s together. And you're going to, uh, I'm sorry. A lot of this stuff, we were just sort of, uh, you know, taken aback by. And that sort of led us down this journey, Noah. You and I are definitely very different people. Uh, we've never really been a fan of having real jobs. We, Like you mentioned in the onset, we don't really understand them. Don't understand the idea of committing to some career that takes you away from so many other pleasures in life. So that's a big part of what we're going to be talking about here on Breaking Norms. We spent a bulk of our lives breaking norms in different ways. And we want to 
as part of this podcast, sort of encourage all of you to do that in whatever way you see fit. That doesn't mean we think that you should uh, hate the idea of working nine to five jobs, that uh, you should uh, give up your wife and kids and go live uh, on some island in Maui, anything like that. But we do hope that uh, kind of our story, as it unfolds here um, throughout various episodes of this show, will touch you in some way. Maybe you'll laugh. Maybe you'll think we're ridiculous. And we're up for all of it, Noah, because you and I have definitely never been conventional in any way. And uh, that's (laughs) sort of what we bonded over back in high school. We met, we became friends back in high school. Um, uh, I think I was a junior and you were a sophomore uh, back at Winnetonka High School here in Kansas City, where we're from. And ever since then, we started our own sports network. We now have our own sports entertainment network that we do. So we've uh, kind of, since that time, been very focused on creating, um, being more on the creative side of things and not so much on the working nine to five chasm, uh, dark hole that I consider life. Over. It's just <laughs> not really for us. Absolutely. We know we that we shared sports and all these great TV shows and movies of the past and, and the nostalgia part of it. We knew we shared in that and we wanted to create and be a part of that and bring that to the forefront and do something in that realm. Back then, we didn't know about podcasting or, or how that would manifest itself into a job and money that we're forced to have like uh, we're not big fans of money we don't but we have to have it the society says we have to have it to survive so we're pigeonholed into doing something and so that's why we ended up growing into this and going through college and then we finally got out of college and we started this and and uh these podcasts and we do nostalgia and sports and and in the fall of 2018 we quit our nine to five jobs and we went on the road for that whole fall time and made a documentary, a sports documentary on the SEC. And and that's part of why we're not married and don't have kids and we don't have things that are holding us down or that we have to ask permission to go do this. And, and oh, we can't do this because we've got to provide for our families. And that's another thing that we've never really wanted to do or be forced to do. Like, oh, your job's not good enough. You got to provide for us. You got to get this uh, accounting job that pays $60,000 a year. You got to sell medical supplies, make $100,000 a year to provide for the kids and the wife and everything. And so this is why we're doing this. And like Clint said, we hope you laugh. We hope you message us and say, you guys are ridiculous. What are you talking about? Anything and all of it. We just hope it's entertaining at the very least. Yeah, I think it's going to be because uh, the more that time has gone on, people hear some of our stories, they see us, they follow us on social media. Um, it's just one of those things that we are away from the pack, so to speak. You know, we've always done things our own way, and that's kind of why we bond. That's why we've become such close friends and gone into business together in the interim. So while as we've had, you know, a lot of other friends and a lot of other things outside of this, we always gravitate towards each other because we are so similar in so many ways. And I mean, everybody else, it's, it's plain and simple. Everybody else, you know, they're married. They have other obligations. And when you don't do that, we have found that we've it's opened up so many doors for us. I mean, over the years, you just talked about making that documentary. That's actually our third documentary that we've done. We've done uh, two more prior to that. The, the, we've done hundreds of interviews with current and former athletes, wrestlers, musicians. It's been so unbelievable things we've done. Backstage at concerts. Covering shows, covering live events, being at SEC Media Days, being at covering the SEC football as part of our sports network, GASN Sports. All that stuff to us is not possible unless you go the route we've gone. And for that, I would not give up anything of what we've done. None of it, every single bit of it is a is just another brick 
um, and, and part of the mortar that makes up what we've been building around us for so long. I'm proud of all of it. Have we escalated? <laughs> have we ascended to the top in any way, financially, successfully? No, we have not. But personally, if uh, my life ended tomorrow, I would not have one regret on this earth. And that is one thing that I can take. I can take to the grave. That's an idiom, but uh, <laughs> also very appropriate there. And I'm, I'm sure you're the same way. You and I are not 100% the same. We, I mean, all my life, I've been all about traveling and going places and, and exploring and doing things. I've brought you along. I've dragged you along on a lot of that. So I think you've, you've sort of opened up. I think you're more of a fan of traveling now more than ever because we've had some good times, have we not, out on the road? Oh, absolutely. I mean, out on the road for all those months, making that documentary on the nine days on our first documentary, our second documentary about Marty Schottenheimer. Uh, we went to North Carolina and were able to present the film to him in person and just all the experiences that we've had from this and because of this. I mean, I never feel more alive than when I'm doing stuff like this, these podcasts, interviewing these people, meeting them in person, making films and just getting people's reactions and creating and whether it's a relationship or, or time with my family or any sort of job interview or opportunity to move up in a job or, or just be able to have that uh, financial stability, like none of that stuff matters to me really. Like it's never made me feel as alive as this stuff does. And so I come back to that and yeah, it's kind of made me be an outcast and people looking at me side-eyed like you don't want to get married? What? Like, you don't like this, you don't want this job? Like, if you didn't have this job, how would you make money? Like, I don't want money, I don't want the wife, I, I want to do this, and that's all I want to do. And maybe I'm an outcast, maybe we're different because we don't subscribe to all the societal norms out there, and, but that's what this podcast is about, and letting you into kind of a different way of life and a different way of thinking, and uh, maybe you'll get on board in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, let me just tell you um, about me At, growing up, I knew I was different because I knew that I, I, I absorbed so much around me. I remember being literally two and three, four years old, watching movies. I remember, you know, watching movies like Revenge of the Nerds, Friday the 13th, Teen Wolf, and cartoons, of course, of the era. I'm a, I'm a kid. I'm, I'm a little kid that's just absorbing it all. It all made such a profound impact on me that it's not just, oh, yeah, I really like the movie Back to the Future. No, it's to the point where at age 36... Now I do a podcast called Save by Nostalgia that goes back and interviews actors that delves into those moments that impacted us so much. It's not just an afterthought to me. No, it's a part of my being. It's a part of the fabric. I remember growing up thinking like, I don't know how to do this. I remember seeing my uncle's Kiss records in my grandparents' basement. I don't know who this band is, but I want to know all about them. I want this. I, I, I'm a huge fan immediately. I I, it became such a part of me that I knew. When I watch something like wrestling or whenever I watch TV or movies, like I don't know what all this is. Somebody's job is to be in and pr produce things like this. I don't know how to do that, but I want in there. When I'm watching Monday Night Football, when I'm watching college football and Keith Jackson is calling a Rose Bowl, like I don't know how all this works, but I want in there. I don't want anywhere else. You know what I mean? The rest of society, I don't get. I don't get you know, the fact that someone has to work at a plastics factory or wants to or needs to or feels the need. That's where I was different and from a from a kid. And I'm sure you were the same way that you just yeah, got I it mean, as a kid. Absolutely. And I'll probably take you into something that you probably don't even know, which is kind of crazy to say, but just uh, into my thinking and kind of how I got here. And I didn't 
know that I'd be sharing this right now, but just as you were talking, it kind of dawned on me and I was thinking, uh, do I share this? Do I not? And so growing up um, around the age of 10, 11, I started getting acne and uh, you, you hear the things that people say kind of behind your back or to your face and um, you get maybe a little bit of low self-esteem and just you're in your head and thinking about it and wanting it to go away and how do I get out of this? So yeah, watching TV shows and movies, I, it was kind of my escape and whether it's wrestling or getting into sports and it brought me joy, it brought me happiness. It took me away. I wasn't thinking about that. It cleared my mind and I was just focused on the TV show and kind of being happy and watching that and laughing and, and just kind of, like I said, an, an escape for me. And so uh, it kind of internalized in me and just brought me this joy that I didn't know all the time because I was so focused, hyper-focused and sensitive and, and thinking about it. And so that being my escape, I clung to it probably more than the normal person. And so it's meant more to me than probably mo most people out there. They see a show, they move on in their lives. But to me, it means so much more. It gave me that joy. It gave me that peace that uh, I didn't have all the time. And so being able to interview these people and being a part of it means everything to me. And that's why I kind of have strayed from societal norms and why this does mean so much to me and why I'm here doing this podcast right now. Oh, that absolutely makes sense. And uh, completely agree on a lot of fronts on that because these, uh, the, you know, whether it be music, television, movies, video games, all these things are such amazing means of escape. And there's something, though, about someone like you or me that's that's different, that stands aside, because there's a lot of people that, you know, like the show Saved by the Bell, but not everybody would review every single episode with actors from the show and take it that far. There's something inherently different about you and I that this stuff has become such a part of us that... It's not just a casual thing. Nothing about us is casual. Um, and that's definitely the case for me. Like, I'm not casual into anything. There's nothing that I just, oh, I got into that for a minute. I liked the Chiefs one year back in 1993. I'm like, no, tattoo on the leg at every game. I want to do this. We want to get into sports media. And we just flat out made it happen. Nobody invited us into become members of the, of the sports media or the entertainment media. Nobody said, here, here, come on in. We made it happen for ourselves. We made fantasy a reality we were able to do that through clever marketing spending all of our time and effort our pa channeling our passion into creating a website creating podcasts creating dynamic enough content to where people started saying okay you know what we can't keep these guys out of here anymore we're at sec media days we cover mizzou football we cover you know things like nascar boxing we're wrestling we're at these events backstage at concerts and they're, like you said, there's no better feeling than that. And we made that happen and we did it because it's part of the fabric of our being. Not because we thought this is where the money is or this is where the fame is, because we wanted to do what we wanted to do, the things that we love. Why not surround yourself 24 hours a day with things and people that you love? I don't understand not doing that. Yeah, absolutely. You said it well. And just that's the reason why I never understood a job. Like, you're doing things that you don't want to do. And I know I understand as an adult, that's part of being uh, a human in this world. Sometimes you got to do things you don't want to do. But 
uh, if I'm going to live my life and work a nine to five job or work any job, and that's going to be a majority of your life. They talk about that looking back at your life. A majority of your life is spent at your job. And if I'm going to do something, it's going to be something that I love and I am passionate about and it makes me feel alive and, and there's nothing else I'd rather do. And that's what this is to us. And, and we're working. And before this coronavirus stuff hit, we were working with brand consultants. Uh, we had one sponsor last year and uh, we're working on getting more. But since this coronavirus stuff hit, we had to put all that on hold. And so as soon as this kind of passes and we're able to get back out in the real world, uh, we're going to move towards that and make this a full-time thing. So that all of our time, all of our energy, all of our focus can be spent on something we love. And I think that should be the case for everyone. And and if you love being an accountant or you love being a businessman or a salesman or uh, owning a car dealership or a salon or whatever it is, then that's great. Do that. We're not telling you not to. That That's amazing. But if you don't like it, if it's just a job to provide, then maybe this will open your eyes and make you think and try, try to find your direction that makes you happy every single day waking up and not just, oh, I get this little bit of happiness here or there and this is just a job, a grueling job that I got to go to. That's, we don't want that for anybody. Oh, it is my firm belief, as it is yours, that everybody should have a purpose. Everyone should have a passion in life. I find the more people I deal with, that, no, that people don't share that with me. They don't, they, 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 we're not on the same level. I go around and I'm always thinking about the next thing, about some other creative piece of business that we could do, or we could do a video about this, or we need to interview this person. I'm constantly, we're both exchanging emails with people and setting up interviews and uh, onto the next thing and just trying to produce more content and more creativity. And we're editing a film and how could we do this? Or, you know, what, you know, camera angle could we use for this? That's just kind of how we are. I noticed that most people are so toe that line so fervently that they're in their mind and in their their mind's eye and, the, and they don't have the means or the time or whatever the case it's necessary to step outside those norms of their life. It's all about when you hear people talk casually, we've talked about this a million times, you hear conversations, you hear people talking uh, at work about something casual. It's, oh, well, I'm taking my kids to the park that's all fine and good. No one's saying you can't have kids. <laughs> Certainly not. But there's, there's what we're saying is there is more to life than the little bubble that you keep yourself in. Even if you have kids, if you have other, other obligations, I find that most people don't even bother to step outside their little bubble. Even when they do have other obligations, there is still a life to live out there. And just because you have a children, you have uh, children or a husband or a wife that doesn't define you as a person. You still have, you're an individual. There's a lot out there for you. And I, I just hope that people will start looking in those directions. We're going to be getting into it with a lot of topics. And no, I want to open this up because people um, that have topics for us, they, they really get into this. I hope that uh, everyone's enjoying it in some way or another, whether it's uh, comedically or uh, if you really are taking uh, into account anything that we say, please email at us at info at uh, ignitroentertainment.com. That is uh, the email for our uh, entertainment website. So info at ignitroentertainment.com. Um, you can find both of us on Twitter. Um, I'm at cswite77, um, at sportsnoah84. And you can just uh, tweet us if you want to hear a topic, you want to hear us discuss something, you something that we said struck a chord, you want to hear more about, uh, thing, and we're, we're going to be getting into it all, Noah. What, what are some things that you're looking forward to? some topics that you're looking forward into delving into here. 
Uh, the online dating is going to be great for everyone involved. Uh, maybe all yeah, the listeners and no not, idea and not maybe Clint and I, maybe that'll be rough for us, but the listeners will enjoy that. Uh, just getting deeper into jobs and why we don't really understand them, why they're kind of foreign to us. And, uh, of course, uh, marriages, but I just got to say like a lot of people are followers and they want to fit in. And so the life that we're leading leaves us, I've said it before, as kind of outcast and we're not fitting in. And a lot of people look at us kind of sideways and like, what are you saying? What are you doing? You're quitting your job in the fall of 2018. What You can't quit your job. What are you talking about? Like, I know my family did when we told them and I told my family, hey, I'm quitting my job. I'm going to go make this film. They're like, but but what about insurance? You, what, how, what are you going to do for money? It's just like, I can't, no, like this is a huge opportunity. I got to do it. I know it doesn't make sense to any of you. You're all yelling at me. What if I get in a car accident? What if I have just some critical illness? Like, I don't think like that. I can't, I cannot live my life like that. I've seen my dad. I've seen my mom. I see my brothers at these jobs that they don't love going to. And I just can't subscribe to that. I'm sorry. You don't understand it. I'm sorry. You're angry at me. I hope you'll get over it. I hope you'll forgive me, but I have to do this. And I did it. And would you cheat? Would you trade any of that for anything in the world? What we did? I mean, we went on the road for three months, an entire football season to a different SEC football game a week, filming, uh, meeting people, doing interviews. It was cathartic. It was, uh, like you said, you never feel more alive. And I, I fully believe that most people, which doesn't make sense to me because the last I checked, unless you're Hindu, you only have one life to live. Most people do not put their own personal quest for happiness at the top of the list for their goals. And I do not understand it because you only go around this mud ball once, my man. And you know that we know that I just wish more people understood that what they're doing is, and that's not to say that I think that people trick themselves into being happy. I do think that happens on certain occasions. And I'm not saying that what we do is the exact blueprint of what you should be following for a happy life. It's certainly not that. No, it's unique to every person, their roadmap, what their happiness. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It, It is unique to everyone. And we hope that maybe through this, that you'll, maybe you'll find that. I found that, you know, we're going to get real on this podcast. We're going to be talking about relationships. We're going to talk about why we don't relate that well to, to women. Now, to get it out in the open on episode one, <laughs> you and I aren't the exact same. You've had like, you've had like two girlfriends since I've even known you. Okay. I, I have Both a girlfriend currently. <laughs> so I will get into that currently. at a later time. <laughs> so we're going to have some different perspectives um, on that. We have a lot of similar perspectives on uh, dating and relationships. I have had a girlfriend for three, three going on four years now. It's been forever. Um, but you've only had like two since I've known you. So like, even though we have the same ideals and philosophies about, about things like dating and stuff. And I, I tell my girlfriend all the time, I use that term very loosely. Girlfriend's a weird term to me. I just, I don't know. I, it's just like my girlfriend. I don't like the fact of idea of claiming over ownership over someone. It's like the girl has a dad. She has parents. They owned her. They had her first. You know, I don't like the idea of claiming ownership over a person. And that's just me. But like, it's, Tell her, you know, all the time that like, I don't relate that well to women. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I just don't. So many women to me, um, the one, you know, in dating is, you know, around over the years, noticing that like, you know, it's hard to match our level of intensity as far as like passions, but like women are like a freaking zero most of the time, <laughs> as far as having a passion or something to shoot for in life. It, am I wrong? 
No, you're absolutely right. I mean, the ones I've been in have like foregone all their friends and like clung to me and like, oh, I'm going to watch football now and I'm just going to assimilate into your life and everything that you like and be completely dependent and reliant on you and not really have a lot of my own outside things. And I found that extremely suffocating, extremely strange and that I was relied upon and uh, I just didn't know how to handle that. And that's why I said like they were both mistakes and and I just don't have the time nor the money for a relationship. I, I just got to be doing my own thing and following my dreams and passions. And I don't have time to go picking apples or to a museum or on a just random walk. I just don't have time. My focus has to be on this 100%. So I've just forgone any sort of relationship or attempt at one. And uh, this is all I'm focused on. Yeah, absolutely. And this we hope to really take you down. We're going to take you down some dark paths. Uh, we've both been uh, in a situation where we were single, um, dating online, and for a long periods of time. So when you that when that happens, believe me, you have some stories. We're going to have uh, many of that coming up. We're going to be talking about some things that we just can't believe. We're going to get into jobs. We're going to get into some of our stories about being forced to have jobs growing up, and the idea <laughs> that we just the thing of it is to get to where we are, and to be you know not everyone again is going to envy that, of course, but to get to the point where you're. Um, you know, going to SEC games and to get to the point where we're interviewing uh, famous musicians and actors, it requires you to be kind of a homebody at times when you're not out there, um, you know, shooting for the moon and going to events and covering stuff. You've got to be networking. You've got to be, you know, setting up interviews. You've got to be doing a lot of uh, hard work. Not only that, but just kind of staying home. Our big saying, you're going to hear this over and over, eating and, <laughs> eating and watching great things. That's a moniker for us. Tell us, tell, what, what does that mean to you? Oh, absolutely. Just staying home and eating great things, whatever you want to eat, whatever is your go-to food and whatever you like watching. Well, I don't want to be out there. I'm, I'm not a big bar guy. Go out and get drunk, go to power and light and just be around the crowd to fit in with society, another societal norm that I'm just not subscribing to. And so I just want to be home and by myself eating and watching great things. And that is kind of what life is. That's my joy. That's my happiness. So that's what I fall into. And just a little side note here before I throw it back to you and maybe we end this, but that's kind of what my side note is. If you want to know how this podcast is going to go, I think Clint and I were trying to end the show uh, when we mentioned Ignitro Entertainment and our website and you can reach us. Uh, on our Twitters, and here they are. And we've gone on for about 15 minutes since then. So that's kind of where the show is. That's how it's going to go. You may think <laughs> it's over, but then we may go off on a tangent and another rant, and you may get another 20 minutes out of this. We cannot wait to take you on this excursion with us. So um, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast if you like what you heard so far. A lot more coming up. And uh, we can't wait to help you guys break the norms. <laughs>